Hey everyone, I'm Kendrick Diaz, and this is Verse by Verse, a short podcast all about exploring the insights and lessons of the inspired Word of God. Today we're looking at Matthew chapter 19, verses 17 through 19. First, a little context. A young man just approached Jesus Christ, and he asked him, Good teacher, what can I do to have eternal life? Now, it's a profound question, and maybe it's something that you've wondered about. Why is it so profound? Why does it really hit close to home? Well, it really does remind us of what is the terror of human existence, which is the inevitability of death. You know, humans are often like this toy car I used to play with when I was a child. I had a toy car, and I'd wind it up, and then I'd put it on some hard, flat surface like this table right in front of me. I'd release it, and bang, there it'd go. And it'd go for a little while, but then it'd stop. Well, human beings are kind of like that. We're like wound up toy cars that we go for a while, maybe 30, 40, 50 years. We walk and move and do our own thing, but then we stop. But this young man wanted to know, how can I avoid stopping? How can I go on and on and on forever? Well, Jesus Christ actually gave the answer. So for anyone who wants to know, they just need to read his response. So he said to him, verse 17, why do you call me good? No one is good, but one that is God. But if you want to enter into life, Keep the commandments. So the young man said to him, which ones? Jesus said, you shall not murder. You shall not commit adultery. You shall not steal. You shall not bear false witness. Honor your father and your mother, and you shall love your neighbor as yourself. In other words, the Ten Commandments. These are the same ones we read in Exodus chapter 20. So the key to eternal life is obedience. That much is clear. But why the Ten Commandments? What's so critical? about these specific commandments. Why not another 10? Well, I can answer that question by introducing you to an imaginary place I like to call Perfect Town. Now, I don't really need to describe the scenery or the landscape or, you know, the wonderful public amenities or the gorgeous facilities that are in Perfect Town. No, what's more important to you is the environment. I mean, the kind of people that live there. In Perfect Town, everybody worships the true God of the Bible the creator of heaven and earth in whom you live and move and have your being. There are no idols, not even in the mind. There are no false conceptions about who God is and what he expects of you. There are no objects of veneration, so nobody bows down to a building or prays to a rock or bows down before some gold statue, nothing like that. Everyone also has so much awe and so much reverence for the true God that they don't toss his name around carelessly. And there is no hypocrisy. Nobody lives a double life. Also in Perfect Town, from sunset on Friday to sunset on Saturday, everything is closed. None of the restaurants or malls or stores have business hours on the seventh day because everyone is resting from their hard week's labor. Everyone gets the break that they need. Also, all of the children in Perfect Town, they honor their father and mother. They're respectful. They're submissive. There are no gangs. There are no delinquents. No one is out there looking for trouble. There's also no police force in Perfect Town because nobody steals. Nobody commits murder. You don't even have to worry about the fact that you left your front door unlocked. There actually may not even be a need for locks. Also, you never have to worry about someone running off with your wife because everyone is faithful to their spouse. Everyone tells the truth in Perfect Town. There isn't so much as even a white lie spoken in Perfect Town. Also, everyone is content. Everyone is appreciative of what they have. Bottom line, everyone loves God. Everyone loves each other. Now, I don't need to guess, you would probably love to live in Perfect Town. But you know, one day that kind of society is no longer going to be just imaginary, something that's off in the distance, it's really just fantasy, and it's completely unachievable. No, what I just described is what the world is going to be like 
when Jesus Christ returns. He's coming back to the earth to establish his kingdom and usher in a time of peace and happiness that mankind has never known before. Why is there going to be so much abundance, so much joy, so much prosperity? Because everyone's going to live according to the Ten Commandments. But you, listening to this podcast right now, you have an opportunity to model the way of life right now. And if you do, if you pioneer his way of life, God's way of life, just like Jesus Christ did, not only are you going to experience some of the blessings that I just mentioned, but you will have eternal life. That's what Jesus Christ said. I'd like to close by reading Deuteronomy chapter 30 and verse 19. I call heaven and earth as witnesses today against you that I have set before you life and death, blessing and cursing. Therefore, choose life, choose obedience, that both you and your descendants may live. Verse by Verse is a companion podcast to the Daily Bible Verse blog, which you can find on the Life, Hope, and Truth Learning Center. Check out the show notes for more.